Good morning and welcome this beautiful Tuesday morning. Today is March the 2nd and I would like to thank you for tuning in this morning to listen to what the Lord has to say to to you as well as speak to my heart today. So yesterday, if you were listening to the podcast, um, we actually talked about the book of Job and the test that he had to endure on his suffering journey that the Lord allowed the enemy to to do for his own glory. And so to do uh, part two today consists of uh, Job's friend. And um, this is so vital because, you know, without seeking the counsel of the Lord, the flesh will easily utter what it wants to say. And so before a prophecy can come forth, you have to make sure that that prophecy is truly from God. The one thing that a believer should never do is jump to a conclusion. And what I mean by that is that we should never say what we think or believe that God is saying. If God gives a word to you, you need to know that it's truly coming from the Lord. And so Job's friends, or at least the people that he thought was his friends, did not understand the magnitude of the testing that that the Lord brought upon Job. So with that being said, they were not able to understand the true mystery of God's purpose behind Job's sufferings. And so because of it, they began to jump to their own conclusions. And if you go to Job chapter 4, 3 and 4, you will actually see some of the things that they begin to utter. Okay, it says, In the past, you have encouraged many people. You have strengthened those who were weak. Your words have supported those who were failing. You encouraged those with shanky knees. But now, when trouble strikes you, you lose heart. Now, that's not a, that's, that's not a way to encourage somebody who's battling life and death. Somebody is battling sickness. There's not a way to encourage a person. And not only did they try to encourage Job, but they were cynical about doing so. But then he turns and he put the blame on Job for his own suffering. Because then it says, think now, he says, who, he says, who that was innocent ever perished? Or where were the upright cut off? As I have seen those who plow iniquity and sow trouble, reap the same. So you can find that in verse 4, 7 through 8. So there's they're, they're accusing Job of a lot of things. And what I love about Job is that as he's listening, Job never utters a word. Because a wise person, when accusations are being uh planet plotted against you or people are speaking things the wisest thing to do is to be silent is to be silent so again you will you will find that but i'll read another verse from verse four and seven through eight here's what my verse says because uh, this is a different reading so i read two readings it says stop and think do the innocent die when have the upright been destroyed my experiences shows that 
those who plant trouble and cultivate evil will harvest the same so the friends are thinking that perhaps for all of these things to happen to Job there must have been some evil in Job's life that 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 he he did that perhaps maybe God is unaware so in their minds they actually feel and believe that God is actually punishing Job so let's turn to Job 8 and 20 because there was some more things that was said here so if you look at verses 8 and 20 they also said but look God would not reject a person of integrity nor will he lend a hand to the wicked so you, I want you to really think about how they're using scriptures to try to manipulate God's word to their supposedly friend Job, but have no idea of the testing that the Lord is allowing Job to experience for his own glory. And their reason for doing it is they think that it's truly coming from a sincere place that is coming from the Lord, but it's not coming from the Lord. It's coming from a very cynical place. It's coming from a, a, a place where it's just about really self-glorification because when it's all said and done, God reveals to them his own glory. So Job continues to be quiet as his friends have come to tell him all of these things and then Job finally speaks but what I want you to get from this is that if you that if you are the friend that is so quick to pass judgment on others when they're suffering and going through things and say, you know, God said this and God said that. And maybe because you did this or maybe because you did that, that things are happening to you or to another person. I want to even encourage you to be careful about the words in which you speak about others. Okay? When when your friends are going through things, you're there to give them biblical support, counsel, or however the Lord leads you to give it to them you're not there to tear down your friends and God's judgment is real but God does have compassion upon his people and we have to know that when we're speaking to others that we can't say what we think God is saying but we have to say what we know that the Lord is saying because one thing about God's word is that it does not return unto the Lord void his word is powerful. Now, when Job's friend realizes that they were in error and Job's situation was not because he sinned at all, but it was because of what the Lord allowed, their posture and their heart began to change because they can see that the Lord did something, did something in Job's life. And not only that, Job was restored back everything that was taken away from him. And no, nobody could do that but the Lord himself. Nobody can restore our health back but the Lord. Nobody can restore our confidence back but the Lord. 
whatever was taken, because the Bible says that God giveth and the, the, the Lord taketh. Whatever he wants to give, he gives. Whatever he chooses to take, he takes. And so, not to say that we cannot question God, but remember that we do serve a mighty God. And God has, again, all power, dominion, and authority in his hands. And and in the very end of it, I want you to go and read in verse 42 how Job responds to the Lord and how at when after the testing that you endure, there's always a blessing that comes through the testing. There's always growth. There's always maturity. There's always a change in your mindset, in your heart. There's always a blessing that comes after the test. So I pray that you will continue to endure your test or whatever test the Lord has for you and make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who have the purest intent towards you and not those who uh, who speak ill of you because they think that you're constantly sinning. Those are not... Uh, a good support to be around but you want to be around people that are really going to uplift and encourage you and strengthen you in the Lord may the Lord bless you this morning may the peace of God be with you and may he allow his face to continue to shine upon you I pray that you would tune in on tomorrow and may you go in the love of Christ and thank you again for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries bye bye